0: Saying, I Joel would say, you're preaching good. (laughs) Amen. It's going to be okay. Mariah, what's the Lord saying? I will leave you and not forsake you. He won't leave us, will he? Amen.
1: Praise God he's here. Yes. Because he's in us. Amen. Amen. Keep your eyes on the Lord.
0: Amen. 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 Power and the blood. Amen. Thank you that the blood is over this place, over us. Yes. 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 At arm's length. Yeah. Yep. We need to yes. Good. Well, Lord, we open up our hearts. Let's just open, Just come on, close your eyes for just a second. We're just going to do this. We're not in any hurry. we got plain time here. Thank you. you can trust him. He is a loving father. Amen. And we just open up our hearts to you this morning. We receive your love. We receive your healing. We receive your freedom. He is here for the brokenhearted. He will never leave us. We do keep our eyes on him. The men are leading. The men are arising. (laughs) We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for those words. Thank you for hearing and speaking. It's getting easier, isn't it? It's good. Just bless you, thank you so much for being here this morning and we uh, bless those that are watching us on Facebook and I am just speaking to that, all of that equipment to run properly and (laughs) that there'll be no glitches in that this morning and that the people that watch it will be able to watch it without any interference, that it will flow smoothly. The enemy likes to stop stuff. (laughs) <laughs> but we just say no to that in Jesus' name. Um, Rob, that was a great segue into um, what is coming up for this weekend. And um, the men are uh, gathering, and we are decreeing and declaring that there's going to be great weather for this w- coming weekend. That the the weather's not going to deter the men's advance. That's so going to be uh, happening Friday night, and they'll be eating here at 630 And um, then Saturday morning at 9, they'll have a delicious breakfast for you, so. And uh, Garland Thomas from uh, Tahlequah, and he's a cool cat, and you don't want to miss Garland, and he's got the power and uh, he rides a really cool motorcycles, and um, hey, he's a man that rode a motorcycle to the the four corners of the United States. So anybody can do that, you know he's gotta be all right. So he and his brother rode and prayed over the United States, and um, he is the founder of the Priesthood uh, Motorcycle Group, and he uh, he, he also pastors a church in uh, Tahlequah, and he also then is the uh, leader of the Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network, and uh, he's got his hats in a lot of areas, and and um, he is an amazing man, and you all will, you men will love him. And the next Sunday, he will also be here uh, ministering, and um, he can prophesy and preach, so it'll be a good time. So y'all get ready, and I hear that some of y'all was wanting to come this Friday, so I know you men are re- are ready to come and receive what the Lord has, and if you haven't. Uh, signed up and we're needing to know how many because we want to make sure we have enough food so let us know this morning for sure if you haven't signed up so we'll make sure that we have plenty for everyone so we're um i'm looking forward to it for who hadn't signed up pastor wants to know mark he he he's got it <laughs> oh <laughs> they're passing out cash here this morning Rob said at the men's meeting he thought he was at a poker game. He said they started throwing out cash to pay for things. So he said it was pretty awesome. Oh, God is good. We'll be here Wednesday night, Lord willing. And um, I, uh, David, you're up Wednesday night. It'll be good coming here, Brother David, as he brings the word and it'll be a good time um tomorrow night the ladies are having their ladies' social here at 6 30 so uh ladies if um just come it's for all ladies and um we would love to have you and I'm, i appreciate amanda and her wanting to get us together and it'll be a good time and i also have an event planned in march um on a Thursday night, I'll give you the date. All of a sudden, it's kind of lost me, but um, I've lost it. But um, we are having a just a, a kingdom advancing time with the ladies, and um, I'll give you more details later. But that'll be on a Thursday night here in March. So I'm kind of planning on that. It'll be a good time for us ladies to get together. I've got some ladies lined up. They're gonna come and give it to us. So it'll be a good time. So. We're going to go ahead and receive the offering, and if you'll just stand, and if the ushers will come, and you can give by text or online, and that's really easy to be able to do that. Lord, we thank you that we can give back to you, and we we give cheerfully. We give joyfully that you have so blessed us. And, Lord, we just thank you now, and we just um, bless you, and thank you for blessing us. Thank you for blessing this church. This is good seed to sow into. We just uh, thank you, Lord, now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. if you'll just go ahead and receive that, and then you can be seated. And Apostle Gerald, Lord, we just uh, bless him, the birthday boy. Come on. Eighty-four looks good on him, doesn't it? Come on.
1: Praise God.
0: I, I'm kind of realizing that after eighty, you don't really care how if anybody knows how old you are. Mom thinks it's a license to say whatever she wants, but worry. <laughs> but it's I keep telling her it's not. <laughs> Lord, just the fire of God, come on him right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I just thank you for Apostle Gerald and just that he's not retiring, that he's refired in Jesus' name. We just bless him. We thank you for the 84 years that you have gave him. We thank you for the life that he's lived and is living in Jesus' name. Amen. I told him this week that he's, he and mom have set the bar pretty high for us. They're not sitting at home watching The prices Right. They're out doing the stuff. Come on, hey, Mariah works with a whole bunch of people younger than them that's sitting around. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So they're out doing the stuff, and I bless you for that. Thank you for not sitting around. Amen. We we're all inspired. We got more to do.
1: Amen. 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 I love you. Love you. Listen, we're is proud to be here. God is just good. Yeah. He is just good. He's good. Amen. Come on, you're, you're farther along in your life than you ever thought you would be. Amen. Mark, you've got more than you ever thought about. Amen. Come on, we have. We're blessed to live in this land. And Lord, we don't take it for granted. I pray for the government of our nation, Lord. I stand against the Antichrist socialist agenda in it. And I decree... That spirit will not rule this nation. We decree that this morning in Jesus' name. Just bless the Lord. Well, let's see if we can start in uh, the book of John, chapter 3. Make a little journey here this morning. Just keep trusting God. You're in His hands Everything you're trying to do on your own, just quit. Let God show you how to do it. For it's he that's working in you to will and work for his good pleasure. I want to read this out of the Passion this morning. Now there was a prominent religious leader among the Jews named Nicodemus who was part of the sect called the Pharisees. One night he discreetly came to Jesus and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one performs the miracle signs that you do unless God's power is with him. And Jesus answered, Nicodemus, listen to this eternal truth. Before a person can even perceive God's kingdom, there must first experience A rebirth. Say rebirth. Rebirth. Nicodemus said rebirth. How can a gray headed man be born? Reborn. It's impossible for anyone to go back into the womb a second time. And be reborn. And Jesus answered. I speak an eternal truth. And listen it's an everlasting truth. Unless you're born of water and the spirit. You will never enter God's kingdom. And when they are talking about water, I believe that's a washing with the word of God. But there is, of course, water in the natural birth. You will never enter the kingdom of God without re- being born again. Verse 6 For the natural realm only gives birth to things that are natural, but the spiritual realm gives birth to the supernatural life. You shouldn't be amazed by my statement. You must be born from above. Listen, that's an eternal truth. And it's easy to just get away from that. But in every meeting, usually there's three types of people. There's people that have never been born again. They're lost. There are people that have been born again, filled with His Spirit, and they're living a supernatural life. You know what the third group is? There are people that have been born again, and they're just hanging on, hoping every day they can make it. And they're not living what God's got for them. And I'm telling you, I'm bringing you hope today. I want to help you fulfill your dream in Christ Jesus. You've all got thoughts. You've got dreams. You've got things you want to accomplish. You'll never do it on your own. Just raise both hands and say I surrender. Just give it up. Just give it up. I talked to my friend Jerry Dobbs called me this week. Wish me happy birthday. And I talked to him about. Uh, Steve Youngblood called me. And he was in a war. He was in a battle. And he said. I know you'll tell me the truth. What should I do? I said, just die. That's all you can do is die. He said, I knew you'd tell me the truth. Just die. Jerry Dobbs said, listen, when you die, that's it. Let God take over. Just let God take over. Here was a religious leader, Pharisee. That'd be like the head deacon somewhere. But he knew He saw something on Jesus that he didn't have. Come on. You you see something on somebody, I get around them, I want to get some of it. Uh, We've got a garland's coming this weekend. We've got a guy coming in September. I've heard him say some things. I want some of what he's got. But you have to go after it. Well, if God wants me to have it, I guess I'll have it, and your bucket will be empty. You'll be one of those that... Why has it always happened to me? It's, whoa, it's bad. Everything, everything's too high. How's God going to meet my needs? This world's going to hell in a handbasket. I mean, it's all bad. Why don't you declare what God says? He says you're more than an overcomer. He says you're somebody. Remember, you're a, are you a saint or an ain't? Come on. See, we've got to believe, we got to be born again. That's, that's to get it started. If you've never really, if your life's never changed, if you're not a new person in Christ Jesus, you need to get born again this morning. 1 Corinthians six seventeen says, but anyone united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Now, I've talked the last two or three weeks about we've got to get in the spirit realm with God. If you've been born again, you're in that spirit realm. That's why I wanted to start with that verse. You've got to be in that verse. You've got to be in that spirit and let God's spirit lead you. Why do we need to do that? Let me tell you just some some things. Why do you think we put the word of God says put on the full armor of God? It's not just because they need something else fill up that chapter. It's because it's just like Steve Youngblood. And you know, Steve, he's a mighty man of God, but he was in a battle. He was in a battle. He was having some things spoken against him that were not true. And he could have defended it, but he would have wiped out some people. He wouldn't do it. I mean, there are battles. There are battles. So we need to put that armor on. And we need to believe that God has got a plan and a purpose for us. Are we in a physical battle or a spiritual battle? You're in both. It's both. It's coming in both directions. But listen. He said, I'll never leave here forsake you. If I'd tell you that, you'd believe it. But we forget what the word says don't underestimate we don't underestimate the Word of God we we do take it too lightly we do not hide it in our hearts we do not live by it you've got to if you want to live a supernatural life you've got to know what the word of God says you don't have to be able to memorize it but you've got to have it in your heart you you know what he's saying <clears throat> why do we need to know how to communicate in the spirit realm. Let me give you some examples. How many of you know who Cooper Cup is? He was the MVP player in the Super Bowl. Well, let me tell you his story. In 2019, he was on the Rams team, but he was injured and he didn't get to play in the Super Bowl. But after the game, I think he said the Lord gave him a vision. The Lord showed him this. That he'd play in a Super Bowl, he'd win a Super Bowl, and he'd be the MVP. Now see, that's learning to move in a spirit realm. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? That just blessed me. And then that's something like, you know, sometimes you may think you're about to go down the drain. My, my friend, friend Gene had his property up on a big business note, and they were, they were foreclosing on their company, and they were going to take it over at four o'clock, and it was about three o'clock before God came through, but he came through. You know what? the Rams were behind, And who caught the leading the last touchdown pass to put them ahead was Cooper Cup. At the last, God came through. He always comes through. He always comes through. Uh, Weekend before last in Scottsdale, Arizona, the witches and warlocks held their largest convention. You think they're not coming up with new strategies against you? Don't you think they want to take over? Why do we need to be in the spirit realm and have our armor on? These things are real. Oh, in San Francisco, three left wing members of San Francisco school board overwhelmingly were voted out of office in the city's first successful recall election in forty years. I mean God's moving and see here's these are different kind of situations. Listen this one. Dixie read me this recently in Italy, a young boy needed surgery for a heart issue. The parents asked the hospital not to use blood, a blood transfusion from vaccinated people. But the hospital refused. So the parents took the hospital to court and lost. And the government took over custody of the boy. The parents no longer have custody of the boy. Don't think that couldn't happen in the good old USA if men, if we don't stand up. That's why you need to be here Friday night, Ken Bechtel, and everybody else. (laughs) Can you believe that would happen in America? Was that family in a battle? Yes, spiritually and physically, weren't they? Well, you know, sometimes I talk about verses that make your heart jump, that you know is a real word. And I'm going to show you one in Matthew here in a minute that I read this week. And <clears throat> Jesus had been out ministering and uh, they brought him a man with a demon spirit. And the man was blind and mute and, just, and Jesus just healed him instantly. I mean, the crowd was, was about like we almost were here this morning. They just went wild when this guy began to speak and could see. You can imagine that. But the Pharisees, now some of the Pharisees got saved, probably like Nicodemus. The Pharisees hated that because it was making Jesus look too good for them and them look bad. <clears throat> and they said, oh, he does it by the power of the devil, really what they were saying he deals it by Beelzebub or they were just against him and uh, he talked to them about that well you know your sons and daughters are doing it like that so they're doing it that way but he said this verse and it's in uh, chapter 12 verse 28 Matthew 12 28 <clears throat> but if I drive out demons by the power of the spirit of God then the end of Satan's kingdom has come. If I drive out demons by the power of the Spirit of God, then the end of Satan's kingdom has come. Now, the input, um, excuse me, Lee, input, Lee put it up in that other translation, please. Here's a New American, or King James says it this way. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So one says the kingdom of Satan has ended. The other one says the kingdom of God has come upon you. Listen, anytime the kingdom of God comes, that stops it. They're saying the same thing. When the kingdom of God gets on you, you're, you'll change. You'll change. You'll get in a supernatural realm. You'll get out of that old woe is me. Why is everything happening to me? But I want to go back to the passion translation in that Lee but if I drive out demons by the power of the spirit of God and listen that's the only way you can drive them out you can try your methods but it won't work then the end of Satan's kingdom has come who would dare to enter the house of a mighty man and steal his property first he must overpower and tie up one who is stronger than he then his entire house can be plundered now, you think about that. I mean, I couldn't go to Mark and tie him up. I couldn't but gee Je- but Jesus took authority over that house that that man was living in that couldn't see or hear and then he set the man free you have to take a you have to use your authority you have to use your authority that's why we talk about the name of Jesus why we plead the blood of Jesus before you can plunder your family members, Uh, things coming against you, things coming against your business, your job, your finances. Take authority over those things in the name of Jesus. Tell them to stop. Tell them to get off your property. Tell them to get off your family, whatever it's about. I'm believing that for some things, some health issues. Dixie's believing that. We're confessing that God is renewing our bodies. There's a, there's a scheme. See, there was a demon spirit caused that. That's why we've got to understand how we can communicate with God and get in a spirit realm. They're trying to shut Rob down. That's what that's about. There's a war going on. There's another verse in this. Who would dare to enter the house of a mighty man and steal his property? Well, men, if we're armed and ready, we're not going to let somebody come in the house. I've got a shotgun right there. It's loaded. That's what that means. That's why we need to take our stand as men or you single ladies. Take your stand. You've got just as much authority. But first first he must overpower and tie up the one who is stronger than he then his entire house can be plundered. Now here's a verse for you. So join with me, for if you're not on my side, you're against me. And if you refuse to help me gather the spoils, you are making things worse. And there's so many people, they don't think they're against God, but they are, according to that verse, they're against God they are against everything he does. And listen, there's a lot of Christians that are not helped gathering up the spoils. Amen, brother Gerald. Because listen, you you're you're defeated. You're defeated. You you won't go share Jesus. You won't go try to bind the strong man because I remember years ago I started reading that book Jesse Pen Lewis wrote, uh, war on the saints. And listen, there is war on the saints. And I, got, I was thinking, well, if I read no more about this, it's I'm going to get under more attack. You know, I remember having those thoughts. I mean, they come at us, they're real. Where, they don't come from God, where do they come from? I'd never had that thought in my life before, but it just It came. They want to stop us. But whoever's not on my side, he said, so join with me. If you're not on my side, you're against me. Are you on his side? Are you helping gather up the spoils he's talking about? If you refuse to help me gather the spoils, you're making things worse. Listen, guys, we're having this meeting this weekend. It's not because I didn't have something to do. I can sit home and have me a good time those cold best worst days. I had me a great time. I never left my private room, John. I sit right there and that, that's where I run on these verses like this that just that get a hold of you. He says, I'm stopping the kingdom of God. I'm stopping the powers of Satan. Is Jesus in charge or not? If he's not, let's go home. He's in charge. He is in charge. If I drive out demons by the power of the Spirit of God, then the end of Satan's kingdom has come. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, the kingdom of God has come to you. We could see it in the the apostles' lives. We could see it. We could see it after Jesus left. We could see what they did. That's why Jesus said, You'll do greater things than I did. Lord, we want to do them. Don't you want to do them? We want to do them. Let's go to the book of Colossians. Here's your answer. Here's your answer. All you that got prayed for a while ago, here is your answer. I get the right page here. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. For he, Jesus, is the complete fullness of deity living in human form. When Jesus was on the earth, Everything that God had, God had was in him. The Godhead was in him. All deity. He represented the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And our own completeness. You got that? Our own completeness is now found in him. Say, I'm complete in him. Come on, let that verse be real. I am complete in Him. Our own completeness is now found in Him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. That's what I've been talking about the past two or three weeks. Jesus is a a, a scion, a, a branch that can be transformed transplanted and when you're born again whew, he's transplanted he puts everything of his fullness in your spirit but now listen i don't think he brings it all out i think there's a part of us that's got to get involved in this we're waiting on him too much in some of that our own completeness is now found in him we are completely filled with god as Christ's fullness overflows within us. Is His fullness overflowing within you? Lord, we want it to overflow within us. We want to be like you. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. That's, there's godly spirits. There's ungodly spirits. He's over all. He's overall, nothing slips up on him. Through our union with him, with Christ, we have experienced circumcision of the heart. When you're saved, when you're baptized, he takes out that old heart and he puts his heart, he puts his nature within us. All the guilt and power of sin. Now, come on, we ought to shout for that. Say, all the glory and sin is gone. All the glory and sin. Come on, we're going to turn loose to the old memories here in a minute. Have been cut away. That little boy is fine. Hey, they have been cut away. They have been cut away. How? Your heart was circumcised. They've been cut away. And it's now extinct because of what Christ the anointed one has accomplished for us. You don't have to do it. He did it. He did it. When you come to him, he did it. Come on. Come on. For we, we've been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death also means we were raised with him. When we believe in God's resurrection power. Come on, some of you need to believe in resurrection power. You need to say, God, I know I'm a lump on a log. I say I'm saved, but I'm not doing one thing in your kingdom. I'm not even hungry and thirsting for you. Come on, this is a morning to get involved. It's your move. Just say, Jesus, do it to me. Do it to me. Our baptism into his death also means we were raised with him when we believe in God's resurrection power. You think your circumstances are too hard for God to change? That is sin and unbelief. Stomp on it. Put it under your feet. Just say, God, I'm in unbelief. Help me. Peter just cried, Lord, save me, and he did. Just Bring it to God. The power that raised him from, the, from death's realm. Uh, see, a lost person is in death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state. That's where we used to be. Some of you still there. Come on, you need to come out of that. If Jesus put his spirit within you, what's it doing? What, what are you doing with that? This realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Well, I'm going to tell you what. You can get back in it after you're saved. I did. I can remember that grasp. That's why I love that verse in Psalms 103. He pulled me out of the pit and crowned me with loving kindness and compassion he satisfied my years with good things he's renewing my youth like that of the eagle that's getting to be my favorite verse this realm of death describes our former state that's not supposed to be where we're now for we were held in the sin's grasp if you're held in the sin's grasp whether you've been saved or you're a believer you, for Satan's got a stronghold that can be broken today Today's your day to get set free from that. Whether it's fear, doubt, anxiety, whatever it is. This realm of death describes our former state. We were held in sin's grasp. But now we've been resurrected out of the realm of death, never to return. For we are forever alive and forgiven of all of our sins. All of our sins. All of those old memories. It's all under your feet. It's under the because it's under the blood of Jesus, Lord. We thank you. Well, it's getting better. Verse fourteen, He canceled out every legal violation we had on record, every record of your past. He canceled it, and the old arrest warrants. That stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins. And our stained souls. Now. Those stained souls. Have been erased. Of its filth. That's those old memories. Those old memories. Come on. wipe the slate clean. Quit going back down those old roads. There's no record of it in heaven. Stained souls. Stained souls from the past. Nothing but the blood of Jesus could liberate us. That's what the cross was about. The cross redeemed all mankind. Jesus took his own blood and went into the heavenly holy of holies to present the perfect offering. That's why he said, Mary, don't touch me now. This thing's not finished yet. He went to the heavenly holy holy and said, Father, here it is now. That's a perfect sacrifice for all mankind. Come on, church. Let's receive it. Let's be who He says we are. He's got a plan and a purpose for you to be whatever vocation, place in life He's got you. He just wants you to be His representative there. He wants to live his life in and through you because that's who he is. You know, if that's who he is, that's who I am. As he is, so am I in the world. See, when we were baptized, we were baptized into his death. When he arose, we arose. We're seated with him in heavenly places. We're dual citizens. Our inner nature is not human. It's the Spirit of God within us. But there's a war going on in your body. The world of the flesh wants to go this way. The Spirit of God wants to go this way. Let me tell you, it says, the Word of God says the Spirit's jealous. He's jealous. If you will, your will can make the difference. Your will makes the choice. Not just, bless God, I'm never going to do that again. You know that doesn't work. Lord, I choose to believe your word, that Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, that he saved me and that I'm set free from sin, sickness, from the law, from poverty. I am set free. I am a new creation in Christ. That's who we are. That's who you are. Come on, Ken, shout back there. Help me. I need help. That's who we are. I'm glad Victor made it today. Lord Jesus, thank you. Lord, thank you. Our stained, our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Oh, they can't, there's no record of them. Hallelujah. If somebody comes and says, I remember what you did. You say, you've been talking to the devil. Because God didn't bring that up. God didn't bring it up. The enemy will remind you of it, but you tell him. The Word of God says, that's done deal. God handled all that for me. Everything we once were in Adam, the old man, has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently There as a public display of cancellation. Your sins were all nailed to the cross. Done away with. Done away with. Thank you, Jesus. A public display of cancellation. Oh, here's one of my favorite verses. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities. Say All the powers. See, it's not just some, it's all. All the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and their power to accuse us. You tell them, listen, if you've confessed your sins, you can say, hey bud, you take that somewhere else. You have got no right to accuse me any longer. Uh, Now, He'll accuse you. He'll accuse you. I know a man who got saved years ago, Billy Jack, and he had a, a spirit was telling him he was supposed to preach. And it chased him and ran him till finally he got some help and counsel that he had a wrong spirit. It just it ran him out of church and fellowship. It scared him. I've told you when the Lord spoke to me about preaching you know what I heard for weeks if you do that you're going to go to France as a missionary because we in the meeting we were in in Switzerland there was a couple there from France they were from Texas but they were missionaries in France and they had their three or four kids on the front row sitting there and finally you know how I got out of that I said God if that's where you want me It'll be okay. And that ended it. Sometimes you just got to agree. But see, there's accusing voices of all time. They'll tell you your spouse isn't faithful or you're not going to have enough money. or I mean, he has no limit to what he'll do. Because he's always been a liar and he always will be until... Jesus totally does away with him. But he has no power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a possession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. All these powers and principalities. Now, where did that battle happen? See, there's no record of Jesus doing that on earth. That happened when he took over in heaven. When he took his blood up there in that, Thing was all settled. You talk about coming to take over. He took over. That's when he kicked Satan out. He led him around there. He paraded. He had some kind of a victory celebration up there. You guys are the prisoners now. You've tormented long enough. But see, so many Christians are still tormented. So many Christians are still, they're trying to figure out how am I going to get by? God. How am I going to get by? We've got to believe him for more continually. You have got to believe him. Believe him instead of what's facing you. Circumstances will lie to you. Peter said, Jesus, is that you walking on the water? If it is, tell me to come to you. Come, Peter. Oh, Peter took off. And he was walking on the water. But you know, once... When he quit looking at Jesus and looked at the waves, he began to sink. And I'm telling you, it'll happen. It'll happen. I've told you. I thought I'll never doubt again when my checkbook runs out. (laughs) I'd hear Manly Beasley preach faith stories. And I didn't until my checkbook began to run out. I mean, there's things that just suck life out of us. And it says... You know, we've got to, the Psalms talks about even if the mountain falls into the sea, the mountains, if God moves them, we're not to let anything shake us. We're to be irremovable. We're to be grounded in Him. We're to know that verse. Mark that chapter. Read those verses in Colossians. Read them every day for a month. Read that chapter. Get that within you. You've got to get the Word of God within you. You can start out saying what Brother Gerald says, but you've got to know what God says. And let me tell you, it's true about you. It's true about you. But we take Christianity so half-hearted. We take the church so half-hearted. Listen, this is, I pray you get so full of God this morning that you'll change some lives and you'll come back Wednesday night and get filled up again and go again. You... You can't just eat one meal a week. You've got to learn to sustain yourself. You've got to get in some daily stuff. I didn't go to some seminar this week and hear this. I heard it from God. I just read that verse. and I thought, well, that'll fit right in where I want to go. That's that's the way God does things. But you've got to be a participant. It's got to get past Oh, me and my trouble. And oh, God, if you'd just fix this man or Lord. I kept saying, God, if you'd just change her. And uh, finally, he said, I will. And I said, when? He said, when I use that to change you. (laughs) That stops you from talking. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't be amazed that I say you must be born again. Remember, God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in the spirit. We're a spiritual being. Ephesians 4.23 says that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed. Be renewed and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. That's the word of God. That's, Jesus said, the birth is by the, the water and the blood. That's the washing of the water of the blood. We've had the washing of the Word of God. Lord, thank You for Your Word. So which group are you in? Are you in the group that needs to be born again? Are you in the group that's living a supernatural life that you know that you're filled with His Spirit and you're about what He's about? Are you one that can say, I know I've been born again, but I know there's got to be more. I'm being run over. Life is run over me. I'm fearful. These things. I'm telling you today, the power of God's here to set you free. He is here. And you make a choice by your will. And don't say, I'm going to go pray about it because that means you'll never do it. You you and the devil will talk you out of it by tomorrow. If you don't if you make that choice today, God will make the change. You can't make the change or you already would have. You've got to want to be on his team. Church is not something you have to do, it ought to be something you want to do. This is our lifeblood to his kingdom. If you're not part of his kingdom, How are you going to get into eternity? That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. That's why you've got to be born again. You've got to be in his kingdom. You ought to want to be a kingdom player. Let's just stand. Do you want to be a kingdom player? Listen, if you're lost, just come. We'll have someone lead you to Jesus this morning. If you, you know you're not as rightly with God as you ought to be, you know you're more concerned about the cares and riches of this life and what's going on and what's, your life's just a mess. You need to come get right with God. We'll have someone pray for you and you can live a supernatural life. He's erased the things that were against us. If you've confessed your sin, God has forgiven you. But we need to be empowered by Him. So, just come. You can start the music. Just come. Listen, there may not be any music in heaven when we stand before the judgment seat of God and there'll be a bigger crowd than this. And we're all going to stand there. Just come. Come. Now listen, your back's lit if you walk out of here carrying something you knows is defeating you. David, you and Judy come pray for people. Just come. I've told you the truth. It's off me. It's on you.
0: What I just kept... You kept talking about the power of God. He wants to release his power... And give it out to you today So if you need more power of the Holy Spirit I would suggest You come up quickly to receive it Because it's here And he's wanting to pour out And we all need it So Lord we come to receive your power
1: Come on Come on we'll impart Listen I've been defeated by everything You've been defeated by I've been prayed for. You don't know how many times we have were out two or three cars just driving to the meetings. But if there's a price to pay. You've got to want it. You've got to want it. not too late if you got guys didn't get signed up talk to Deanne here you can give her the money or tell her you put it in the offering just so we can get a count so we can get a count well what what did the Lord tell you
2: I think I have a word for the church um, as a whole, I, and I I want to say this in love. I mean, I I know a lot of times Gerald says I speak like I want to cut your head off. Well, that that's not in my heart, and I'm not condemning anybody in here. I'm sure not condemning. Um, you warriors for the Lord, because I feel like most of you are, but, you know, when all this stuff has been going on in our country, there's been a group of prophetic people, and I love the prophetic. Amen. The Bible is a prophetic book, and if you'll look back and study the things that happened to prophets in the Old Testament, some of them were beat up pretty bad. I mean, they lost their life and ran out of town, the whole thing. But, you know, there are several prophetic people that have really got name recognition. I'm not going to name any names, but if you get on the Elijah list or some of those lists like that that are speaking about things of the Lord and so forth, you'll find that there's several that are prominent that will pop up. And a lot of them... The younger ones, there's been some of them that just crushed. I mean, they're no longer with us because the church beat them up and said. But see, with prophetic words, you don't see the whole picture. And you may be seeing, what about some of the Old Testament prophets? They were foretelling Jesus is coming to be born. How far ahead of time is that? And a lot of these people are seeing Things, well, God sees the end from the beginning, and that's what some of them are saying. You know, we, we see things out there, and so we say what we see and what God shows us. And I just felt like that, you know, the church as a whole has come down on some of them pretty hard. And I think the word to the church today is to listen to these prophets. You don't have to believe everything they say. They're not seeing everything, and who knows what they're saying may be perfectly right and may not happen for years. I don't know the timing. They don't know the timing, and I just, you know, even I've just been thinking about this, and some of the people that are, have really risen up and are doing really prophetic things for the Lord, I thought we're pretty far out there a long time ago. And I see they're not so far out. They're doing more than I'm doing. And so I just wanted to give that word of caution to the church. Don't beat people up for what they're saying about the Spirit or about God. They may be partially right. They may be all wrong. you you got enough discernment. Lord, our discernment needs to grow That we can see, you know, usually I can, Gerald gets on to me for turning on the TV so much. But there's prophets speaking all the time on the TV, if you ever really listen to what they're saying. I heard two Catholics yesterday. You talk about good. I mean, they are speaking the word of the Lord. They know what's going on. And I always thought some of the Catholics didn't even understand the thing about the Scripture. I have to repent. For The way I think, and I know that probably applies to some of you. And I'm not putting it on you, you go and talk to the Lord about it, but listen to some of these because I think there a lot of them are saying the truth. And so I hope you understand what I'm saying,
1: amen. We'll have one next weekend, <clears throat> it'll share some things. And he died five
3: times, He's got his yeah.
1: Victor, I'm glad you drove over here. Aren't you glad you drove over? You want not come pray for us? Do we go? You can share. Anybody else got something you need to say? I'll share this. You The know, last few weeks, you know, this I've got to keep paralyzed hand on my face. I almost lost my house on fire. God's hand. Because, you know, because I call you. And God's hand just continues to show me. But He showed me this week that He stepped up to the
3: bigger, these children. The name of Father, Jesus. That's right. Amen. So you know, and also passed pastor talked about what we come to this country. This lady is next to me, much younger, much prettier, is my wife. And she goes and sees her
1: parents, which is an eleven hour I'm sorry, seventeen hour drive when we were standing. Sixteen hour. The town next has been taken over by the cartels. She went back home into Mexico. Told
3: me there is no fear, and if we have
1: to leave this little no place for a while, but I'm just saying, this? don't think it's it can't come to us, it's hours away. That's right, they're living in uh...
2: This just came to me when I was talking about the prophetic. But I heard a prophetic man yesterday, I don't know when he spoke it, but he said that Tuesday is 2, 22, 22, a very um, high day with satanic, but it's also, it's higher with God. Amen. I'm telling you, and they're going to be speaking that day, and there's going to be portals open, and the portals of God are going to be open, Amen. and so we, we need to really pray into that. And we pray into it over Mexico, too.
1: Amen. We pray for your family. Pray for your father and mother, your family there. That region, Lord, you want to take it for the kingdom of God. And we thank you that your hands upon us. Thank you that you kept our sisters safe and their children and their trip down there and the back. But, Lord, we decree your lordship. And, Lord, we stand against the cartels because we know that's not your kingdom. That's illegal in your kingdom. Lord, I pray for a spirit of God to move there. Lord, I bless Victor and his family. They're driving from Stillwater. Lord, you know their needs. You know what they need. We bless them. Lord, I thank you that your word never returns void. Church, I ask you to pray for us for Wednesday night. Pray for this men's meeting this weekend. I'm telling you, it's not just a get-together. God has got a plan in it, in a scheme. I bless you today in the name and the blood of Jesus. Amen. Russell, I'm glad you made it back.